Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with the advocate of the controversial um, theory that's been going all across the board, and it's not a roundabout topic. And um, some people just like to just cut it flat and everything. He has appeared on Coast to Coast, Alex Jones, Stu Peters, WABC 770 AM in New York. He is a uh, has various uh, YouTube channels, including uh, Deep Inside, The Rabbit Hole, The Flat Earth Podcast, and um, uh, and uh, offers on the uh, Flat Earth uh, mobile app with over thousands of downloads and 70,000 users worldwide. Live, ladies and gentlemen, the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Connecticut. He's on a flat surface, by the way. He's the advocate of the controversial Flat Earth Theory and why he thinks the Earth is flat. So we'll hear his story and... Um, I'm sure we've got some questions as well, too. And the host of Flat Earth Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented David Weiss, best known as Flat Earth Dave. David, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Wow, Mike, that was some intro. Um, there's so much to discuss here. And you say, why do I think the Earth is flat? Well, I used to be like everybody else. I used to think the Earth is a globe um, because of an untold number of reasons. So many proofs. And then when somebody said to me, can you give me one? And I came up with, oh, of course, sunsets, uh, seasons, uh, day and night, time zones, um, you know, all of the basic ships over the horizon. And then one by one, I started looking into them and I realized those are just religious beliefs. I'm like, wait a minute, I live on the water. I've seen boats disappear from the bottom up. But then I found <laughs> out why they disappear from the bottom up. And it's not because of physical curvature. So where do you want to start? <laughs> well, that's a good question, too. You've been an advocate uh, for quite some time. If you're here on Coast to Coast, Alex Jones, um, Stu Peters as well, too. you got a number of YouTube channels. you got your mobile app with thousands of downloads. And, um, and, and of course, um, let's just go back to, you know, you know how officially you got started. And what was that one first precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing? What was that first precise moment for you? Yeah, so I used to do um, – I used to do a – excuse me, I used to do a podcast called um, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole where we looked into all sorts of different types of uh, deceptions. And um, people started sending me flat earth stuff and that's something I just refused to look into. I'm like, that's stupid. Ban those people from my social media from even commenting because, you know, flat earth, dumbest thing ever. Of course we live on a globe, right? Sunsets, for Christ's sake. And uh, then uh, somebody who I trust very much said, Dave, you have to look into it. And I was like, wow. And I, and I went in with a closed mind trying to disprove it. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't go in to say, let me see what, there, what merit it has. I went in going, I'm going to disprove it. I'm going to prove the globe and be done with all of you flat-headed idiots, right? <laughs> um, but then I, uh, I started looking and I'm like, wow, wow, wow. And for two weeks, I didn't sleep at all. Uh, you know, looking and looking and looking. And then finally I said, okay. The thing, excuse me, <clears throat> the thing that got me was um, ships over the horizon. I live on the water, been on the water my whole life, um, you know, ships over the horizon, right? Because if we live on a ball and a ship, you know, goes away, it disappears over the horizon from the bottom up, right? And that's what we see. But this is a physical horizon. Right now, you can't see my mouth. Right. If you zoom in, you still can't see my mouth because this is a physical horizon. But what I noticed is a ship can disappear over the horizon and then you could zoom in and see it again. Like, wait a minute. You know, and so I saw all these videos about that. 
and I and I and I and I looked and I was like, all right. And I went out. I bought at the time the new Nikon P900 Super Zoom camera tripod. Cost about a thousand bucks. Went down to the beach, sat down. I zoomed in on things that should be way over the curve. So here's an example right here. You don't see a boat. So we're zooming in. We're increasing the angular size of the water and the sky. And as we do, all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, there's a boat, right? Did it come up over the curve? Did I just zoom in over the ball or did I just zoom in? Watch, my finger can hide the whole boat as it gets smaller. My finger remains the same size. So these this, the little waves right here are hiding that entire boat. And the angular size of the boat gets beyond what my eyes can see, right? The horizon is where, you know, you got your clouds up here and you got your land down here. And as it goes into the distance, it all comes together, creating a horizontal eye zone, right? And that's where the sky and the ground meet. You can zoom in, increase that angular size and see things again. So I was like, okay, that's interesting, right? So, um, but we said, you know, the earth is just so big, you can't see the curvature, but they also want to tell you at the same side of their mouth that you can see boats go over the horizon. So I started looking into the curvature formula and the curvature formula is very simple. Most people just short circuit when they hear it, it's eight inches per mile squared. What does that mean? For the, for, on, a, on a ball, when you go out one mile, the earth will drop eight inches. If you go out two miles, it doesn't drop 16 because that would be a slope. It mm -hmm. drops farther and farther because the earth is going faster and faster. So two miles is two times two is four times eight is 32 inches, three miles. There's a six foot drop at three miles if the earth is the size that they tell us. Do you know what size they tell us the earth is, the circumference? I didn't, I'm by the way, any question I'm going to ask you, I didn't know any of them when I was asked. It's okay because I'm trying to remember that from my history and uh, geography class, and and I'm trying to remember what was it, 162 million. I can't remember. No, so they didn't teach you. The circumference of the Earth at the equator is twenty four thousand nine hundred and one miles around. I want wow. you to remember that number. I'm going to ask you another question. You're going to get it wrong. I got it wrong, so don't feel bad. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So 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 again. So so. At 10 miles, there's 66 feet of curvature. At 100 miles, there's 6,600 feet of curvature, okay? And then, then the curvature calculator also, you know, if you're standing up, you can see farther, not over a ball, it's just you're increasing your angular size towards something. And uh, there's a calculator that is perfectly accurate. It uses the Pythagorean theorem, and it tells you how far below the curve things should be. So here's a shot from Illusion, France. And out here, is Mount Canigou, but you can't see it because it's 175 miles away. And at 175 miles, the top of Mount Canigou from this viewing spot in Illusion, France, should be over a half a mile below the curve. That's not a theory. If the Earth was a globe, the top should be hidden behind a half a mile of physical curvature. Okay? Mm -hmm. But we don't see it. Interesting. But here's the reason. The, the globe says, well, you don't see it because it's over the curvature. It's just hidden. You can't see it. But the sun migrates, we'll get into it in a second, between the two tropics, and twice a year, it lines up with Illusion, France and Mount Canigou. And when it does, the, the, the sunlight that's bouncing off of something isn't as bright as the sun itself. Like, you see the light bouncing off of me, but the lights in my room are much brighter, okay? So the light that's bouncing off of Mount Canigou 
can't push through 175 miles of atmosphere and get to my eyes. It just gets blocked. It's like looking across a hundred yard swimming pool underwater. You can't see the other side, even though the water's clear. Okay. But twice a year, the sun lines up with Mount Kanagu. And as it goes beyond it, all of a sudden you can see Mount Kanagu. The mm. very top of this highest peak should be over a half a mile below the physical curve, but it's right there. It's there every year. It's there every day. It's there every night. You just can't see it because of angular size, atmospheric, um, atmospheric thickness. But there it is. You can zoom in on it. There it is. What's the excuse? Right? Mm -hmm. There's two excuses. There's three. One, Earth is flat. Very simple. Two, uh, the mountain and the sun are already far below the horizon. And they're refracting up, magically stopping perfectly at eye level. And all of the water all the way in front of it is magically stopping up. And everything lines up perfectly. It all refracts the different levels, which is level with your eyes. Magic. Or the third one is the Earth is over a thousand times bigger than they tell us. Because for us to see Mount Kanagu on a spherical Earth, it would have to be over 1,000 times bigger than they tell us. Because there'd still be curvature, just less per mile if it was bigger. So that's interesting, right? Didn't quite sell me yet, but I'm like, wait a minute. It really should. I mean, this is all you really need. But there's a million other other things, all right? Let me just show you another, another quick one. This is um, in, uh, in California from Malibu. You can see Mount Jacinto. Um, you look, you can't see it. You can't see it. It's not there. The sky's just blue. But this isn't blue. This is an infrared lens. Infrared mm. cuts through all of the haze. And not only can you see this entire mountain, the very, very peak is all you should be able to see. Here's the whole mountain. Wow, that okay. is so amazing. And, and when you show the first mountain, it was at uh, Mount Kanagu in uh, France. What was the uh, big significance of it? You know, being like you, you've proven it is a flat earth. And uh, what about the other mountains? Like, say, um, you know, Kathmandu, Kilimanjaro, even Rocky Mountain. There's so, well, there's so many. So people, the biggest argument is if the earth was flat, um, I should be able to see Mount Everest from everywhere. Well, no, there's a bunch of there. We, I've already gone over the reasons. One, atmospheric, you know, the atmosphere doesn't let you see a couple hundred miles. It doesn't let you see a couple hundred miles on a clear day. It does not let you see. But then we have infrared. We can see farther. And we have um, the other thing is the angular size of something. As it goes farther away, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mount, um, um, Mount Everest gets too small for your eye to see at a couple hundred miles, hmm. right? So. So here, uh, this is really hard to see here, but there's um, all sorts of stuff. This is a uh, infrared shot um, from an airplane. I think this one's from an airplane. Maybe it's from a mountain. I can't, I forget. Uh, but we can see all of these mountains. They're all labeled here. They should all be miles and miles below the curvature. It's mm. absolutely ridiculous. Think about this. Here, um, I'm, I'm going to change, uh, change the topics from, from um, looking at physical things. We get to airplanes. Um, think about this. You know, the SR-71 Blackbird, the spy plane? Mm -hmm. It goes Mach 2.3 or 3.2. Uh, it goes like 2,300 miles per hour. Wow. At 2,300 miles per hour, okay, you're flying. If you didn't nose down, you're going to fly right off into space, right? Mm -hmm. You have to keep nosing down, nosing down to follow the curve. Do you know how much nosing down it would need to do just to follow the curve at that speed? It would have to nose down 800 feet, 800 feet or 8,000 feet, Eight, 800 feet every second. That's a steep one. 
every second. But but that's not what happens. These eyes fly straight. Airplanes fly straight level over the Earth's plane. Now, that's just curvature, right? The Earth is, the globe Earth, is it stationary or is it spinning? It's spinning, right? Spinning, mm-hmm. okay? So now, here's something that, again, they didn't teach you how to think in school. I've given you all of the information you need to answer this next question. How fast is the Earth spinning approximately at the equator? That would be, let's well, see, you gave me 24,910. That would probably be like, you know, faster than that. Well, no, the, 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 tw- the, the circumference is 24,901. Mm-hmm. The Earth spins once per day. So if you, right. put a, if, you, if you put a point, you, you're actually on, on the money here. If I put a point right here, it'll return to there in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Well, 24 hours times 24,000 plus miles, 1,000 miles an hour, just over 1,000 miles an hour. So on the equator, on the equator, you are going 1,000 miles an hour, okay? Over 1,000 miles an hour. You with me? Mm-hmm. So you're going 1,000 miles an hour. Do you know how fast the Earth is orbiting the sun? Because the Earth is orbiting it. While it's spinning, it's orbiting the sun. Any idea on that speed? No idea. Okay. 66,600 miles an hour. Funny number. 666. 66,600 miles an hour. Right? That speed is unfathomable. Okay? And then the sun is also flying through the universe at over a half a million miles per hour. So this is the model that global believers, which we all used to be, and some still are, have to believe is going on. The sun is flying at a half a million miles per hour. We're spinning faster than the speed of sound. We're orbiting at a speed of 66,000 plus miles an hour that you can't even fathom. And we're traveling 4.4 billion miles a year, never to return to the same place again. Okay. But somehow if you go out tonight, take a picture of the stars, put a note in your calendar, a little alarm to next year, same night, same time to go out and take the same picture. Every single star will be in the exact same position. Does that make any sense to you? It certainly makes sense too, and this also came up with another question as well too. We're with um, you know, Flat Earth Dave of the um, Flat Earth uh, Podcast, David Weiss here on the Mike Wagner Show. There is one question I do want to ask you about the polls, but first, you're listening to the Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Soundcraft Studios. Visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Soundcraft Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Whitener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Whitener Show, International Warring author Mia molson If you love fast-paced mysteries, you love Missing by Mia molson Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and Pepperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Z has garnered great reviews. And Eve 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for it goes missing by Mia Molson Z. Available on Amazon. Also check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com or for 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, Pandora, Podbean, 
Buzzsprout as well, too. And also um, subscribe to The Mike Wagner Show on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Facebook. And take us with you on any mobile device for great gift ideas. Go to Amazon.com. Check out The Mike Wagner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com, check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast, and for more great gift ideas like T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more, Amazon.com slash MiaMosesDia, and for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles, and support the Mike Wagner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We're here with the uh, advocate of the controversial Flat Earth Theory, um, David Weiss, best known as Flat Earth Dave here on the Mike Wagner Show. And before we um, you know, jump over to your podcast, this one question I had, we talked about um, the geography, how fast we go and everything. This question popped up. It's like, you know, how, how would you explain the North and South Pole? And it's like, how would you get to like Antarctica and, um, you know, South Antarctica? I guess um, you got, you know, people wondering, it's like, you know, where's the North and South Pole? That's a great question. So on the on the flat earth map, on the flat earth, uh, we, we live in a giant pond, right? Large bodies of water at rest need a container, right? If you have a bathtub and you get rid of the tub, the container's gone, the water's gone, right? A puddle is surrounded by uh, w- land that's higher than the water all the way around. A pond is just a bigger puddle. A lake is a bigger pond. And the world oceans are a giant lake, right? And so where is the shoreline of that giant lake? What's containing those waters? Water needs a container. Well, that container is called Antarctica. Antarctica is the shoreline of the world pond, right? Wait a minute, the shoreline? I thought Antarctica was a continent at the bottom of the ball, right? Antarctica is the shoreline of our pond. You have our pond, you have all of the continents around it, and you can sail around the world. You can go east and west, which is a circle around the center points, right? At the very center of our pond is a magnetic, uh, magnetic pole, right? And and so if you had a compass and you're on, uh, you know, you're you're on the pond and the compass is going to point towards the center, okay? So the compass points towards the center of the pond. And if you try to go, um, and for those of you listening, I'm showing a, uh, a circle map. I got the magnet at the center. I got a compass, the needle's pointing towards the center. And as I try to push that compass uh, west, I have to keep turning because that compass wants to point towards the center. So west is a circle around the center. This does not prove the earth is flat because it's the same on a globe. Also, now I'm going east, east, the needle has to point towards the center. So I can go all the way around and come right back to where I went, came from. Doesn't prove the earth is a globe because I just went east and west. What would prove the earth is a globe is if I can go away from the center south, which is every direction, right? Right now I'm trying to go west. And if I don't turn, I'm heading south. Every direction away from the center is south. But here's the problem. Nobody's ever gone south of Santiago and popped up in Australia. On a globe, you should be able to do that. No one's able to go, you know, south away from the North Pole and then pop up on the other side of the world. Never happened. It's never been done. Billions and billions with a B of people have circumnavigated east and west. Zero, zero, except a couple of liars that have been proven to be liars, have um, have circumnavigated south, right? And now... And, and, and what is the difficulty of north and south? Don't you mean to interrupt you. What is the difficulty of north and south? If the earth was a globe, well, besides the spin of the earth, the fact that the earth, you know, would be a water ball surrounded by air adjacent to a void, a vacuum, which breaks the second law of thermodynamics. Um, 
it would be easy if you could ignore all of those scientific impossibilities. But on a flat earth, you can't there. If you look at a pond and the center of the pond's the North Pole, if you went to the shoreline and kept walking away from the center, you would never end up on the other side of the pond. That's how the earth is set up. That's how hmm. the earth is set up. That's how they've they've con- they've they've um, convinced us that what the earth is not uh, that, you know, that we're on this globe. It's literally hiding where we are. Right. So he, here's a question I have for you. Um, if the earth was a pond, um, what. What. Um, what would be beyond the edge of the pond? That is fall, fall off in space, right? That- that that is a good question. I was going to ask that part as well too. Of course, people joke about uh, you know if cats uh, rule the earth, they start knocking things off, and that's probably not the case. So it's like, how would you know you're at the um the end of it, but yet you don't fall off? You know, people probably ask about that. Right. Well, so so let's picture we have a lake in in Kansas, and it's got a bunch of islands in it, and a center island's got a big magnet on it. And my I'm on my boat. My compass points to the center. I can go east and west. I can circle around that center, uh, equidistant from the center. And uh, let's say the lake's 50 miles wide and you can't even see across, so, you know, 50, 100 miles wide. And uh, I can go all the way around on the flat surface of the water and end up right where I was. But if I tried to go south, which is any direction away from the center, I'm going to get to the edge of the lake. I don't fall off into space. I step up onto the land. Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. Did you know that? Antarctica that is really is interesting. High- yeah, Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. So when you get to the edge of the lake, you step up and then you start walking away. We don't know what's out there because Antarctica is off limits to, uh, to exploration. All the countries in the world are fighting over everything. Adam, uh, um, uh, Admiral, Admiral Byrd flies out there in the 1940s and 50s and says there's land bigger than the United States with no humans on it, no animals, no plant life filled with resources that the world can use. Oil, uranium, coal, right? And uh, all of the all the countries in the world end up signing, you know, 12 at the time. And now then all the major companies right after that countries set, signed up and say, oh, nobody can go to Antarctica. Wait a minute. We're fighting over everything. We find more resources bigger than the United States. And every country in the world agrees that you can't go there. Isn't that weird? That, okay. That it- that is rather crazy. There's a story I was reading, too, that, um, y- you know, um, why Admiral Byrd got uh, pushed away by his team. You know, supposedly there's a story out there. I don't know if you could refute, you know, dispute or verify or if you agree on this one, that uh, Nazi Germany you used the uh, Antarctica as a gateway to um, to escape uh, Nazi Germany when they're on the verge of losing. So none of them get shot or killed. They just dug a tunnel and just, you know, managed to, like, you know, find a way to, um, you know, get across the lake and then just um, venture over like, to um, Antarctica. Yeah, let me, let me, let me get you. These are all stories. The whole, all of the wars in the time, in the past and now and in the future, they're all orchestrated. They're all to keep us divided and to keep us, you know, they're, they're, all the countries in the world agree that you can't go to Antarctica. Well, what's there? Why are, what are they hiding from us? And I'll show you what they're hiding. What they're hiding is, so if you, uh, you got this circle map here, and we have uh, land out here and the, every, you know, you put a human in a fence. If it's, you know, no matter how big the pendant area is, they want to know what's on the other side of that fence. No matter how big it is, thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles, they want to know what's on the other side of the fence. Well, how do you stop people from wondering what's out here? You cut it out, right? You wrap it around a sphere and you say, this is where you live. There's nothing else. And by the way, you're not allowed to explore self. There's nothing else. This is where you live. You live on this sphere, right? And this and the Antarctica is guarded by seven different islands. One of them being the Falkland Islands, right over here. Um, 
And if you try to go beyond 60 degrees south, you will be stopped. Okay? You will be stopped and you will be turned around. You'll be arrested. Your ship will be sunk. Whatever it is, you're not allowed to independently explore Antarctica. Now, you can spend a ton of money going on a three-day uh, trip to Antarctica. They'll take you to this little island off the little tip, right? And then the island, by the way, is gigantic. The island's name is, is um, Deception Island, by the way, right next to Rothschild Island. And uh, they'll show you some penguins. They'll show you some ice. But you're not allowed to explore inland or is that outland? Right. You're not allowed to explore. Let me show you a little thing that um, that we recently discovered. So you got Antarctica. Right. And um, this was a, the, I'm showing right now for those of you not looking. There's a map that was discovered in a Buddhist temple um, and it was published in Hawaiian uh, uh, newspaper in 1910, showing like 30 or 40 other continents outside of the circle of our world. 30 or 40 other continents. What what's going on there? Right. So just keep that in mind. And then one day we were looking at um, world, you know, you can go to um, you can go to uh, shiptracker.com uh, or whatever the name of the site is. And you can find all the cargo ships in the world, where they are, how big they are, who the captain's name is, where they're registered, what they're carrying, where, you know, when they left, when they're where they're going. Tons of information. So you can click on any of these dots. But we saw these dots that were two, three, four, five hundred miles inside of the shoreline of Antarctica. Wait a minute. Are they stuck in the ice? Wait a minute. That should be land in there. What, what is going on here? And we saw these ships, so we click on one, and um, and we are like, what, what's the name? What's going on with the ship? And it doesn't have any information other than it's 580 meters long, 80 meters wide. That's a gigantic ship, okay? Gigantic. And it's registered on the nation of Karabati. Karabati. Mm. Ever heard of Karabati, Mike? No, right? I haven't. That's the first time I've heard of it. So where is Karabati? So if we look on Google Earth, go on the Google Earth. It's a tiny little atoll. You can't even see it. I had to put a pin on it. You zoom in and you find out it's just this little sandbar. Okay. It's a, it's a little bigger than a sandbar, but it's weird. It's a tiny little island, right? Most of it's in ha- uninhabited, but there's, a, there's um, a couple little villages or whatever. And uh, China, the United States, all, uh, all these countries in the world are like Kiribati is a very important trade route for us. Wait a minute. Wow. What the heck do we need Kiribati? to be a trade route for, right? And what do they have a giant ship going all the way to, to a place that should be impossible to go to? And then a, a, a weird little thing about Kiribati is uh, they have a, a hotel called the Captain Cook Hotel. Captain Cook is somebody who explored Antarctica. He tried to circumnavigate Antarctica, which is only 11 to 13,000 miles around. It took him three and a half years and he clocked over 68,000 miles. Wait a minute. On the bottom of a ball, this 13,000-mile track, he went 68,000 miles. That's bigger than the equator. That's more wow. than twice what the equator is. Well, think about a flat Earth. The shoreline of Antarctica would be much bigger than a little continent at the bottom. Okay, mm-hmm. Google uh, Antarctica from space, right? And then click on images. They're all cartoons. Why do we have cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. You go, you know, people are like, what about satellites and, and stuff? Yeah, you zoom in. Google Earth is a great tool. You zoom in, you can see houses, you can see your own house. Oh, there's my car, my car, you know, my driveway, right? From two years ago or whatever it is. But then when you zoom out, it switches to cartoon. It switches to a cartoon when you get to a certain altitude. All of that stuff is done from low altitude flying planes, balloons, drones, all sorts of stuff, but it's not done from satellites. So, so going back, um, Karabati. Well, the important trade route, China gave them 11, 11 or 10, 10 or $11 billion recently. Wait, wow. why are they giving them 10 
billion dollars, 10 or 11. Now I got to go look it up. Um, why are they giving them that money? Why are they giving them 10 or $11 billion? And if we flip back to this map, Kiribati's right here in the middle of nowhere. You've never heard of it. If they had a trade route that was going to the outer lands, maybe there's civilizations out here. We're trading technology, computer chips. Maybe we're trading tuna fish. Maybe we're trading children. I don't know. But there is an important trade route that our criminal government, China's interested in, right? What is going on out here? They're hiding more land, in my opinion. By the way, to prove flat earth, we don't have to speculate what's beyond 60 degrees south because we're not allowed to go there. We can only speculate. There's tons of evidence pointing to what I'm talking about, for like this map, for one, um, and many stories uh, about um, you know people traveling to the outer lands. If this was going on, let's just pretend it is, how would you ever know? You would never know. You never even heard of Karabati until we had this conversation right mm -hmm. now. I, I haven't heard of it either, too. And, of course, this question also cropped up in my head as well, too. How would NASA be able to uh, capture a picture of it, or is it able to? Well, NASA, that's that's a whole other thing. Let's, let's, uh, let's pivot over to NASA right now. Um, NASA is, a, uh, is an occult, uh, religious, fake Hollywood studio company. Uh, which was founded by a bunch of uh, crazy people. Ronald, Ron, Ronald Hubbard, founder of Scientology. Walt Disney, a cartoon producer, right? Er Werner von Braun, an ex-Nazi, head of NASA. Did you know that? Okay, he was brought over in Project Paperclip, allegedly. Okay, I don't believe any of it. Jack Parsons, like an occultist, right? The, the, Alistair Crowley, the most wicked man in the world. All of these people are involved in NASA. What is going on with that, right? But once you start looking into NASA, and, and find out, you know, like, wait a minute, but what, what about what about photos of Earth? You know that there are no photos of Earth. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So so they tell us that um, that, you know, there, there's no photos of Earth that NASA admits it. Right. And people, oh, wait a minute, I've seen them. I saw them on my iPhone. I saw the blue marble on my iPhone. Right. And uh, you look at it. There's a they have a, 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 a NASA visual artist named Robert Simmons who uh, said he's the one that made it. He made it in Photoshop and he told how he made it. He said he used command Z a lot, right? It's a painting. Here's nine images from NASA. Which one do you like? Okay. Which mm. one do you think is, is real? Okay. And, and if you like, if you think any of them are not real, Houston, we have a problem. Okay? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> right. So, yes. and then, and then, and then if you start looking, if you start looking into these, into these images, for example, here's the one from, I think, 2012, we got, uh, we got America here. Wow. Mm -hmm. America's huge. That, you know, it's covering a huge part of the ball. Well, we can't verify anything because we can't get up into space. Right. And I don't believe mm -hmm. space exists, but, um, but we can verify some things. Here's Mexico and here's Baja. And we could actually drive across Mexico and physically measure. And this distance here is 934 miles. Okay. There, now we have a unit of measure to put on this piece of garbage that they call an image of Earth, okay? Well, they tell us, they, NASA, that the Earth's diameter, a straight line through the Earth, is 7,917 miles. I should be able to fit eight and a half of these 934 segments across this ball. I can barely fit three, mm -hmm. okay? I can fit just, just over three, all right? I should be able to fit, can't even get on this page, eight and a half should be across. So what does this tell you? Anyone with a critical mind that's looking at this will say, well, that's a fake picture. It can't be real because the scale is wrong. The scale is wrong. It's, it's completely wrong. And then we look, at, um, we look at it and say, well, here's a map of the world. 
Okay. Let's uh, draw a circle here representing everything we see on this side of the globe. And then you have to believe that all of this other land is on the other side of this globe. Okay. That's a mm -hmm. problem. That's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, well, one more, here's another one they gave us. Okay. We got rush. We got, we got Africa. We got the river here, you know, wh whatever that water body is. Um, look at all of this has to be on the other side of this globe. Oh, this these are paintings. Okay. These are paintings for children's minds. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're all children because we all love space. I love space, Star Wars, Star Trek. I grew up on that stuff. Okay. But when you realize outer space is scientifically impossible. Okay. Outer space is scientifically impossible. Um, and what do I mean by that? We have a void, a vacuum, and we have planets with air around them adjacent to that void. It, you can't have high pressure next to no pressure without a physical container. Right. If I had a bottle, I sucked all the air out of it, put the top on it. So I got a semi vacuum bottle. Mm -hmm. If I open the top face down, whoosh, it's going to suck the air up. If I stuck the nozzle underwater and opened it, whoosh, it's going to suck the water up, which is way heavier than the air. But they want us to believe that gravity is holding all the air down from a vacuum of space, which is way stronger than my stupid little bottle with a little bit of air sucked out of it. Okay. All of this is scientifically impossible. The closest star, any idea of the distance? You can say no. Yep. Mike, Mike has to be well, uh Mike has to be the North Star. Probably a well, million no, no, miles. No, 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 no. Um the, see, they, the reason you don't know is they never taught you this stuff, right? The closest star, ignoring our sun, because our sun's supposedly a star, is uh 25 trillion miles away, which equates to four and a half light years. Four and a half light years, 25 trillion miles. 25 trillion miles, Mike. If we were in a rocket ship, you and I, let's go to the closest star and we're traveling a mile per second, which is faster than anyone gone. And we went one trillion seconds. We've gone one trillion miles, mile per second, one trillion seconds. We've gone one trillion miles, right? Now we're one twenty-fifth of the way there. We got to do that 24 more times to get to the first star, right? You with me? Following the math? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so, so one trillion seconds how long of a time is that how long have you and i been in this rocket ship to get one twenty-fifth of the way to the closest star do you know how long one trillion seconds is don't say one trillion seconds in days if you gave or weeks or months or years uh, i guess this this is beyond me right here i would probably say yeah. i don't know thousand or something maybe a hundred a thousand years hey a thousand years is not a bad guess 31,000 years. Oh my okay? goodness. We'd be gone by so, so, so what, so what I'm telling you is a trillion is a lot bigger than people want to think. Okay. A trillion seconds. So let's speed up our rocket ship. We're going a hundred thousand miles an hour and an, an unfathomable speed. Okay. It's going to take us 28,000 years to get to the closest star. And the other stars are magnitudes farther magnitudes, right? Four and a half light years is the closest star Polaris is 433 light years away, okay? And somehow we can see it with our naked eye. It ignores what's called the inverse square law of light. Light is like sound. If you and I were right here in front of each other, you could hear me. But if you were a mile away and I said, hey, Mike, my sound is going to spread out, you're not going to hear me because it gets thinner and thinner. Light does the same thing. It spreads out, gets thinner and thinner, weaker and weaker, and then you can't see it. It doesn't travel for billions and trillions of years and miles and uh, light years. And, you know, oh, the star I'm looking at burned out, you know, a billion years ago, but we're seeing the light. Bull crapola. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, okay. you can do. That's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
And and so so he, here's the thing. All of you people listening, those of you that are still here, congratulations for having a curious mind, right? Do not believe anything I tell you. You have to go verify this. Mike, before the show, you asked me where I live. Where do I live? You live in, you live in Connecticut. Okay, is that a fact? Do you know it or do you believe it? I believe what you tell me. And I'm probably okay, naive, good. to be honest with you. But, well, no, good answer. Because here's the thing. Imagine if every single thing that you were told in your life, no matter what it is, like, hey, you know, um, the milk is on aisle two in the grocery store that you had to go. Well, you would have to go verify that if you want the milk. But if you had to verify everything, you would you, you would never be able to go anywhere. It just life would be unbelievable. You have to have a we have this innate sense in us. Yeah, hey, that person is honest. I can look at their face their micro expressions, their tone in their voice. Why would they lie? You have you analyze all these things like that's a, I'm going to store that as a fact. Well, a guy in a bow tie who's a failed comedian who lies told you that, um, you know, the reason boats disappear is because they go over the curve. Well, you store that as a fact. Well, that's an explanation is not a fact. There's a difference between a fact. An explanation is an explanation, right? Mm -hmm. Like my, my, if my son came home and got suspended from school and he said, told me the whole thing, he said, look, this is what happened. It wasn't my fault. I could believe his explanation, right? Right. But then if I found the facts later, I'm like, oh, that's just a, that's not true. That's a, a lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so you have to you have to be able to discern this. By the way, I do live in Connecticut. So so uh, your your intuition was right. And, and and by the way, too, you talked about the um the the guy with the bow tie being a comedian. I thought the used car salesmen aren't they right too? Aren't they comedians in a way? Used car salespeople. <laughs> well, some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Alex Stein is a was a used car salesman, and now he's a comedian. So yeah, there you go. How do you like um, that? This is just really perfect. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, so here, here's the thing. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping lots of your people are skeptical over governments and don't and understand that governments are not here for your benefit. Um, you know, if you're there, congratulations. Um, so when the government says, "Don't look over here," like, hey, more resources in Antarctica. Antarctic Treaty, nobody can go there. We're going to the moon, someplace that you'll never be able to go. Okay. And or even then, Mars. Yeah. Nonsense. <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how that's nonsense in a moment. But then if you say, you know what? This, this Flat Earth Dave, it's uh, interesting. Um, let me Google Flat Earth and you're going to end up with the Flat Earth Society. Okay. Flat Earth Society, you know, if you Google, <laughs> Google images of Flat Earth, it's all nonsense. No, we're not the Flat Earth Society. Right. We're not a we're not a uh, disc in space. When you look up flat earth, you end up seeing this disc floating in space. Right. Water falling off the edge. No flat earther thinks that only unresearched globe believers who don't even know their own model think that flat earth is a disc floating in space. That it, and you go to you Google flat earth, you end up uh, at flat earth society and it says, oh, flat earthers believe that the earth is rising at nine point eight meters per second. That causes gravity. Right. No flat earther believes that just brainwashed globe believers believe that because that's what the government's selling them. That's what Google is leading them to. So you can't find anything. Like if you Google my name or flat earth, you're going to get the same list of hit videos of, of all nonsense. What is going oh, I got, uh, I got two things going on here. You, you have um, hit videos going on and um, you're not going to find anything, um, anything useful. So the place you can find it all is flat earth, Dave.com flat earth, Dave.com. Okay. Flatearthdave.com, there's, there's, I have what's called the on that page, 
um, besides my app, I have, I scroll down a little bit, the Flat Earth Crash Course. And in that Crash Course is a bunch of really well-made documentaries. And I challenge anybody, watch the first three. And if after that, if you can give me one globe proof, you uh, win three Bitcoins, okay? Hey, not bad, crazy guy thinks the Earth is flat, it's gonna give away three Bitcoins. All I gotta do is give one globe proof. Hey, I'm gonna spend the time, I'm gonna watch these movies, and at the end of those movies, you're going to go, mm, you know, I'm not going to say the word. And, uh, and you're going to be like, Earth is flat. Okay. <laughs> Once you understand. But, but they've trained us not to look. They trained us to discredit it. They trained us. Hey, I, I appreciate your attitude coming in here. I want to hear what this guy has to say. At the beginning of the show, I didn't ask you, but I'm pretty sure if I said Earth flat or a globe, you'd say globe. Right mm -hmm. At the end of this, I do not want you to say Earth is flat. I want you to say, hey, there's a lot I didn't know. Dave said a lot of interesting things. I'm interested in learning more. Mm. Okay? That, right. That's what I want. I don't, I don't want you jumping on board. Right? So I created an app, right? People are like, Dave's just in this to make money. Trust me. I had my own company. I had mm. reached the American oh. dream. I Good. No, I was going to say so. I was going to say something. We'll talk about your app as well, too, in the early communication. We'll talk about your podcast and how it got there. I do have one question about when it comes to communication. This goes way back to uh, terrestrial radio. We'll get to that in just one minute with um, Flatter Dave, uh, David Weiss on the Mike Wagner Show. You're listening to Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by Sockweb Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson's The Missing. We'll be back with Flat Earth uh, David Weiss of um, the Flat Earth Podcast and FlatEarthDave.com after this time. We're back with uh, David Weiss of Flat Earth. Um, Dave.com and also host of the Flat Earth podcast here on the Mike Wagner Show. And of course, you know, you and I being broadcasting and, um, you know, getting the word out and everything. And of course, you know, there, there was a question that was posed to me that, you know, I lived in Chicago for quite some time. And of course, uh, back a long time ago in high school, how could you prove that the earth is flat? And someone said that you, you live in Chicago, that if you lived in Japan, you would pick up WGN radio in Chicago. Now, if you lived uh, in Chicago, would you be able to pick up any uh, radio signal, like say in um, Japan, Australia, or even London very clearly? Well, well, back in, uh, I forget when it was, Mar I think it was Marconi. He uh, did a um, radio transmission across the ocean and uh, it shouldn't have worked uh, with curvature, but it did work. And then they like, oh, the ionosphere, it's bouncing off of that. Um, no, it's, it's, you know, again, radio signals, radio, uh, um, radio signals are like sound, like light, they're all waves and they spread out over time. So you can't go forever, but you can go farther than curvature would allow, right? Mm -hmm. The curvature, you know, at a hundred miles, there's a mountain over, over there, over a mile tall between you, right? There's submarines on the bottom of the ocean that can send sonar out and see another submarine a hundred miles away. It should be a mile, 6,600 feet of hump of dirt in between them. Somehow that sonar goes over the hump, hits the other submarine, climbs back over, dives back down. No, that's not how sonar works. It would hit the hump. It would bounce right back. They go, oh, there's, a, there's, there's curvature, but there is no curvature, okay? So and uh, we have military guys that, have, um, that say that they can light up another ship 100 miles away with a pencil-thin laser beam. 100 miles, there should be a hump of water over a mile mm -hmm. tall between them, right? It should be hidden, right? So there is no curvature. These are simple tests you can do yourself. But here's the thing. Mike, if, uh, you know, if you do a curvature test, like let's say you're you know, just 10 miles across the lake and you can't see it, that doesn't necessarily mean that 
Um, there's a curvature of the earth. There's a whole bunch of reasons. There could be waves. There could be atmosphere. There could be all sorts of stuff. But if you can see it once clearly, then you're like, wait a minute. I can see it. There's no curvature because the curve of the earth, if it's a ball, doesn't change. It's the same every day, never changes. But atmospheric conditions change by the minute. Okay. That is rather interesting. And of course, this also led to your uh, podcast as well, to the uh, Flat Earth podcast. And tell us all about that and how you got started on it. Well, the, the Flat Earth podcast was, um, we, uh, I was doing the Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole podcast all about all sorts of uh, deceptions. And then uh, that, after three years went away, I started the Flat Earth podcast because uh, there was tons of videos on, on, on Flat Earth, but no real talk shows. So we did that. Um, it's on hiatus for, for a bit because I'm doing all of these interviews now and, uh, you know, it, uh, it takes up a lot of my time, but, um, the, po the podcast can be found still. And, and every single episode is, is, um, is still relevant. If you're a podcast person, like listen, just audio while you're commuting or whatever, mowing the lawn or whatever it is, go download those. And I have a thing, listen to the first five, come up with one globe after globe proof after that you win three Bitcoins. I also have the flat earth app challenge. Um, the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock uh, um, Challenge. Well, every day there's a new featured video, one that Google will not serve you. Even if you search the name of this video by the exact name and channel name, it won't show up. Okay? Right? But every day there's a new video. I say watch the daily video each day while you're having your breakfast for two weeks. Okay? Or lunch or dinner, whatever you want to do. It. Sitting on the train, whatever it is. I do short videos during a week, longer ones on the weekend. After two weeks, if you think the Earth is a is a globe um again send that proof but before you do you got to hit the 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 question mark button which is the frequently asked questions and up comes all of the questions that you're going to ask hey why why would they lie what about seasons what about gravity right click any one of those a list of hidden videos that won't show up when you search for them why is that why are they hiding flat earth you know it's amazing a lot of people like i don't know i don't know i'm not convinced i'm not convinced wait a minute Google's hiding this information from you. All right, now I'm convinced. Okay. So once you understand um, all of that there, and the, the app has a ton of other resources. Then um, there's books, amazing books. One of the first book on the book section is uh, Eric Dubay's Flat Earth FAQs. This is the book all you need. Put this on your coffee table, put it in your bathroom, give it as gifts. This book um, is filled with images and every question you have in the book it's got a short explanation, images, um, and this will turn you into a flat earther guaranteed. It's scientifically impossible to read that book and, and remain, a, um, remain a globe believer. But mm -hmm. um, at, at the beginning of the show, you mentioned um, that, uh, uh, that I had, um, I forget the numbers, but you're off. You're, you've got some old information. So probably our fault. We gave you the wrong information. The app has over 300,000 downloads. It has almost 100,000 people on what we call the friend finder. And if we zoom in, these are the people that are on the friend finder. This is a networking device. People are using it as a job app, a dating app, a friend finder as a, you know, we're having a meetup here in Connecticut on the April 29th. And um, we send, I can send out a radius message to everybody within 50 or hundred kilometers. And I can um, let them know about the meetup. And now we have, we probably have like 75 people coming already. So, wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And the app, you can, you can, you can tap on a person. You can read their profile. If they filled it out, they, you can message them. You can do video calls. You can do group calls. There's a group on here called, um, called uh, flat earth homes, raising flat earth kids. 
and you go in there and people are discussing all different ways to homeschool. So it's a great networking wow. device, but I can hit the, I can hit the, um, not showing it right there, the, 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 the phone button and up and, and, and I mean the video button, boom, video call. Everyone that's on can jump in. And now you have these video calls, you have the, your video conferencing with, with, with like-minded people. It's mind blowing. Um, what this app can do. It's called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Long name, hard to remember. All you got to remember out of everything I tell you tonight is flatearthdave.com. That's right. All the and, links and, and then once again, what's the website and uh, how can people reach you once again? Flatearthdave.com. There's a contact Dave, book Dave, um, uh, support if you're having an issue with your phone and something's wrong with the app. Um, there's all, there's the the crash course. There's uh, there's all sorts of information on there um, that Google won't serve you. So if you can remember flatearthdave.com, if you have the um, desire to learn and you're willing to spend some time, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Dave, Mike, you're like, ah, I'm not so sure Dave, Dave lives in Connecticut and I really want to know the truth. Well, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do some research. You're going to have to go online. You're going to find me on Facebook. Then you're going to find my friends. You're going to start looking at them. You can maybe start messaging them. Like, hey, you know, you know what they is? I say we're mutual <laughs> friends. You know, where'd you go to high school? Then you're going to find my high school. Then you're going to find my yearbook. Then you're going to find me there. And you're like, hey, this guy went to school with Steve Young. Okay. And now you know I live in Connecticut. Okay. So that takes time and effort. Flat Earth isn't something you just go, oh, yeah, Earth is flat. Of course it is. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It should be the default belief, but we've been brainwashed before we could even talk, right? Kids in school, what's the first worksheet you bring home? The okay. It, it's it, the worksheet is the, the planets, you know, the earth goes around the sun, the moon, the, you know, it, it's like, and then, and the, at the front of the class, the teacher has a globe, right? And they're, they're just, it's all indoctrination. Then, you know, you all of the, all of the shows are space and, and, you know, Kids love space. Adults love space. It's, it's mm-hmm. a great fantasy. But the, the truth is, it's here on Earth. For, for example, let me, uh, let me uh, show. So we're talking about the pond, right? And again, there is no proof of anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica that we can pull up ourselves, okay? Not every flat earther believes that there is, um, there is uh, stuff beyond uh, Antarctica. Most do. Lots do. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's OK. We can have that discussion. We don't need to speculate beyond Antarctica or above our heads to prove the Earth is flat. We can do it here. We can measure things that are, we have access to. But there's tons of information on the books section of the app. There's a there's a book called um, The Iron Republic, um, a great book about um, a senator, not a senator, a congressman that went to Antarctica, bought a ship, went to Antarctica, went through this opening, was lost at sea for a couple months, found land, found a city. An advanced city with flat screen TVs and electric floating cars and all sorts of stuff. In 1901, this was. Wow. Okay? Flat screens yeah. in 1901? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, but in the outer lands. But again, whether this is a true story or not, and I think it's true, um, they're talking about more land beyond Antarctica. How does that work on a globe? Right. I, I interviewed a 102-year-old woman in February 2020. Her name was Ruth. And um, she, had, where I was interviewing her about the World's Fair because she had been to World's Fair, and the whole, World's Fair is a whole nother, a no, whole nother rabbit hole. And uh, her memory was so good. I said, "What did they teach you in uh, school when you were a kid about the Earth?" So I said, "And she goes, they taught me the Earth was flat, right? That's in 1925. Then we found people that in the 1950s said they were still teaching flat and globe because they didn't know in the 1950s. 
but they mm. want us to believe Aristophanes figured it out 2000 years ago, a made up story. It's all made up, inserted into mm -hmm. our school system to make us believe and laugh at the idea that the earth is anything but a globe mm. when the now, truth is it, it's the farthest, farthest from the now, truth. Now, now, you, now you said about um, the flat earth and the globe earth around uh, 1920, 1950. What was that precise time, do you think, they started uh, introducing the, uh, global, the global concept? Well, they, they were they've been pushing it, you know, slowly over time. But if you think about it, you know, and and, and I'll, I'm not going to go back to the 1800s because I think we were more advanced in the 1800s than we are now. That there has been some resets that have happened. And, uh, you know, uh, that I think they happened in the late 1800s. Um, and then everyone is just dumb. We're the inheritors of a post-apocalyptic civilization. I mean, you look at at the buildings that we have, you know, that our, our Lincoln Memorial was here before Columbus discovered America. Okay, yeah, like let that. that one sink in. Let that one sink in for a few minutes. But um, I, I have resources on the app that'll show you that stuff and you can research. Here's something for all of you. Write this down. If you're on Instagram, most people uh, I think are. Find the user, I'm the improbable dreamer. All one words. I'm, I'm the, the improbable, improbable dreamer. dreamer. Okay. All, okay. All one word, no spaces. Find him and then sit back on your couch, spend an hour, go through 10, 20, 50 of his videos. And get okay. ready to have your mind melt. Your entire education is going to evaporate and you're going to be like every, all of history is gone and you're going to be like, wow, 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 wow. All right. So, so just getting back to my, uh, my, the, the puddle world. So in the app, if you go to the, um, to the images, right? So mm -hmm. what if the world was set up like this? We live here. Here's Antarctica, this ring. Okay. And then out here are other lands. Maybe the Iron Republic went through this gate. And then found land over here, and there's an advanced civilization here. And supposedly the story was that those people that live out there used to live in here in the inner space um, in the 1600s, but they didn't like the tyranny. So they left and they went out and started their own world out here. Okay. Well, what would people from this outer land be called if they're on the extra terra, extra land? We might consider them an extraterrestrial from the outer space, hmm. not scientifically impossible outer space. Now let's take it one step further, right? What if the world is set up like this? Okay. We live here in this pond. There's some extra terra out here and out here. And then another pond and another pond and another pond and another pond. Maybe this is the pond of Mars and this is the pond of Jupiter. And this so, is the pond so, of so it's like one, so it's like one big flat galaxy pretty much. Well, well, one big flat plane with other pieces of ponds, which are on a piece of the plane, a piece of the plane. One might call a planet. A planet, a P-L-A-N-E, add a T, a planet, right? And so all of this is, this is Star Wars. If you were traveling between these, maybe there's hostile lands and friendly lands and, and you know, all sorts of stuff. And there, maybe there's, um, uh, you know, there's a, there's a book called uh, The Navigator Across the Ice Wall. And they talk about the, um, the custodians. Those are the people that manage travel between these places. It's literally the story of Star Wars here on Earth. Huh, Everything is people are waiting for disclosure from outer space. You know, where are they coming from? I hope they're coming from the closest star because then, you know, if they can go an impossible speed of 28,000 miles an hour, we'll just have to wait 28,000 years for them to get here. That's fun. You know, disclosure is not, you know, disclosure is ridiculous if you think about outer space, but disclosure from just a couple thousand, 10, 20, 100,000 miles away, that's here. That's now. Okay. Why do major world leaders 
go down to Antarctica, disappear for three days, then show up and then fly out of Antarctica. What are they doing down there? Maybe they're talking to the real leaders of this world. Maybe our leaders are just the puppets of the real leaders that are ruling this world right now. And there's a lot of evil going on in this world. Um, so, you know, who knows what's going on? You, right? you mentioned Rothschild Owls as well, too. And some people are saying the Rothschilds are pretty much controlling the whole system, including the banking system. Yeah. Hey, um, to, as a day of this recording, um, my, we uh, just had our third movie come out um, on on Flat Earth Day, which was April 22nd, formerly known as Earth Day. And um, it's called Level With Me, right? Levelwithmefilm.com. But you don't have to remember that. Go to flatearthdave.com, scroll down, you'll see the video. Click there, check it out. It's amazing. Destroys NASA. NASA's finished. Destroys the globe. Opens your mind. Um, and check out that movie. It'll blow you away. And then the, the, the two before that you can find um, on the app, also on my website under the Crash Course, but on the app underneath the Flat Earth Movies. It's called um, The Next Level. I'm in that one. And then Level is the first one. And I highly recommend watching them in reverse order. Okay? Huh. Watch number three, Level With Me. If you watch that, you're going to be like, all right, let me see this other one. Then you're going to watch that. You don't even need to watch the first one, but you'll want to because it's an awesome video, um, awesome film. Um, and then you'll be like, my entire life is a lie. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why does it matter? I still have to go to work on Monday. That's what people are programmed to say. That's what I said. I said, you know, when I was like, well, boats over the horizon. Well, look, you can zoom in. We can see too far. You should only be able to see three miles and not be able to see the surface of the water anymore. If you're six feet tall and if you sit down, it should be even closer. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, well, well what about uh, seasons? Right? Well, well, seasons work like this. The sun. Let me tell you how seasons work. Right? The sun goes around the earth once every 24 hours, right? It spirals in to the inner yellow line here, which is the Tropic of Cancer. And that's our inner summer. Where are you located, Mike? I, I'm out in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. Okay, North Dakota. So in the summer, the sun migrates in here to the Tropic of Cancer. Then it's close to us, making these tight circles. And the sun's closer, so it's higher in the sky. Just like a streetlight closer to us, it's higher in the sky. And then... Six months later, the sun travels all the way out to the Tropic of Capricorn. It's farther away. It's lower in the sky. It's colder because the sun's farther away. But it's warm over Australia because the sun goes over Australia. And that's their summer. December 21st is the height of their summer. Well, that's the height of our winter, right? It's because the sun is going back and forth, right? And so then I'm like, well, well, seasons only make sense on a flat earth. They make no sense on a globe earth, right? We can get into how seasons actually prove flat earth. And then I'm like, okay, well, time zones, well, that goes in with the seasons and the sun going around, you know, and then you're, then you're like, oh, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work on Monday, right? I still have my <laughs> bills to pay. But here's the thing, Mike, they're hiding more land. They're hiding cures for dis-ease, okay? They're hiding resources. They're hiding free energy. They're hiding probably other civilizations. They're hiding freedom. They don't want us to know that we are powerful spiritual beings. They want us to believe that the only thing that's true is death and taxes when neither of them are true. Okay, they want us to submit to all of their, their demands when we don't have to submit to any of them. But if everyone thinks that we do, then it's really hard not to. Okay. They, 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 they make us use their fake money when they don't need money. They just type numbers into a computer and they have whatever they want, right? But they have us, you know, slaving our wives lives away, working, you know, 
to get this fiat money, which has no value, they take 40% of it back. Then they give mm-hmm. us oh, 5% back. And we're like, oh, thank you. I got a refund. <laughs> okay. All right. And, uh, and they, they want, they keep us sick. Okay. They keep us uh, very sick. I, I encourage people to look up um, the secret covenant on, uh, you can find it on, on YouTube. Uh, actually, I'm going to put it on flatearthdave.com. Watch the secret covenant. I watched it years ago when I was first getting into conspiracy analysts analyzing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a little too crazy for me. There's no way they could do all of that. Now you watch it. It's a friggin' documentary. Mm. Every single thing that, that in it is happening right now. And, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, wait a minute, you know, that it's a lot of that seems true, but the rest can't be true. It's all true. Now, Mike, you know, the difference between a conspiracy theory and a fact, what's that? Six months. Huh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, so, so, so keep that in mind. And then that can be for your listeners too. Maybe add an additional uh, Bitcoin or two in that question. So, <laughs> you know what? I, I Here's the thing I would offer 100 Bitcoins, but I don't have 100 Bitcoins. Two, I want to make the, I want people to actually look, right? So, three Bitcoins, one globe proof. Mike, I have no fear in losing my Bitcoins, right? Because one, either it's because the earth is flat and I'm not going to lose them. Or two, I have no fear because I'm insane. I'm an idiot. And the earth, I'm going to lose my Bitcoins, but I don't believe it. Okay. And so if you're a globe believer, you have to go with number two, that I'm insane and I'm an idiot and I'm going to lose my Bitcoins. Okay. Go look it up. The only way, the way you become a flat earther or a globe denier, because guess what? You say, Dave, you know, how exactly does the flat earth work? Like Dave, how exactly does a car work? Well, I know that the doors have latches and you pull it and a cable opens up a latch and it's got a hinge and you can open the door and the seats have cushions in them and the steering wheel has got metal in it and it turns and it turns a gear and it turns the wheels and there's gas that goes into the engine and it blows up and it moves a piston. I can explain a lot of stuff, but I can't explain like what the hell the catalytic converter does. What, you know, how actually does the gas get from the tank Dude, what's forcing it? What's pushing it? Is it gravity? I don't know all of these answers, but I still have a car. Um, um, I, I know a lot about it, but I don't know all of the answers about flat earth. But what, you know, and, you know, there's flat earth are like some people are like, well, the sky is flat. There's an extended plane. A lot of people are like, no, it's just our dome. There's nothing else beyond it. These are interesting conversations. But all of us know for a scientific fact that we're not a spinning water ball flying in uh, heliocentric space vacuum, which is scientifically impossible. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly as well, too. And uh, love to have you back and get more into the stuff as well, too. We're here with um, Flat Earth, um, Flat Earth uh, Dave of uh, David White here on the Mike Wagner Show. And uh, Dave, uh, just a couple more things. Uh, what else can we expect in 2023 and beyond? Well, the, the flat earth movement is growing so fast. Um, you know, the Globers are like, oh, nobody believes in flat earth. Flat earth is dying. Yeah, flat earth is dying on YouTube because YouTube's hiding all of the information. Flat earth, do you remember when YouTube used to tell you, like you search something like, hey, hey let me search uh, Loch Ness Monster. Oh, there's 30, 350,000 hits, right? YouTube mm-hmm. used to have a scoreboard. But in 2017, uh, flat earth overtook President Trump, which was the How highest. Like flat that? earth wow. highest search term on YouTube. And so guess what they did? They took down the scoreboard. They took down the scoreboard literally the day that we beat Trump, right? Who, who at that time, which was the biggest uh, search thing. So they took down the scoreboard. Then they changed the algorithm. So you can't find all the good stuff. I, when I started looking at the flat earth, someone sent me Mark Sargent's clues, Eric DeBay's 
uh, 200 proofs. And I was like, wow. And then YouTube was like, oh, you know what? You like that here. Check this out. Check this out by P-Brain. Check this out by Jaronism. Check this out. And it started just feeding me more and more stuff that helped me come up with things that I could go verify myself. But now it doesn't matter what you search. You search flat earth curvature, flat earth, um, you know, a distance test, flat earth sunrise, and you're going to get the same thing every time. You search David Weiss or my YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H, deep inside of the rabbit hole. Um, and you're going to get the same thing. You're going to get the same thing that's not even related to your search. It's going to be the same nonsense stuff um, each time. So again, flatearthdave.com, take the challenge, challenge yourself. And guess what? It makes a difference in your life. Mike, if you had a device that was the size of a roll of quarters that powered your house, heat and air conditioning for the next hundred years, and you never needed to change it. And you could have another one of those devices that powered your car. So you never needed to refuel it. Would that change your life? I think it would. Absolutely. We're working, you know, we're, we're, most of us work for energy, right? Mm -hmm. For, you know, if you didn't have any of that, right. And then if you had unlimited power, then maybe you could have, you know, vehicles that do crazier things than our stupid, uh, you know, combustion vehicles do today. Um, and then, and then on top of that, you know, like if you had free power, free energy, and you learned how to garden and you learned how to, you know, do some cool stuff, you can just start trading with your neighbors. I mean, there's so much you can do. Here's the thing, like I grew, Mike, I grew up, you know, I grew up in Fairfield County. I uh, went to college and you know, went to corporate America, left corporate America, started my own company. I'm doing all of the things like, wow, you know, this guy did it all. And I was making great money, great money. And uh, then I realized the world is going to going to the, the, in a bad direction. And it's because people are lost in space, spinning out of control, not knowing who they are. They're allowing a bunch of gangsters to rob us, rob us, you know, the government, our gangsters, and they're robbing us every year and all the time. And they're restricting us, restricting us, restricting us. When the truth is they're not allowed to, they don't give us our rights. We have our rights. Our rights are given to us by God, by the creator. We have free will and they're not allowed to take it from us. However, they are allowed to fool us and lie to us somewhat. There's limitations on how far they can go. And if we agree, then that's our, that's on us. If I convince you to go kill somebody, that's not my problem. That's your problem. Correct. Okay? Yeah, because you're the one that you're the one that made the choice. You didn't, um, you know, go through all the facts right. and all that. But that's um, oh. another story we'll have you on as well, too. And of course, uh, just yeah. a couple of things. And love to have you back. And uh, who do you consider biggest influence in your career? Who say that again? Who Who do you consider biggest influence in your career? In my career, is this my career? Like, or, there, or, there's or just overall. Well, you know, the, there's so many people that uh, that I just saw and the stuff that they did. And, you know, years ago, um, I, I when I had to speak at a conference or something, you know, in my former career I was in the solar power business, I hated it. I hate being a microphone. You know, but if you told me 10 years ago, you know, a little longer now, I guess, that I would be here talking to people on a microphone about Flat Earth and the creator, I would say you're insane. OK, <laughs> but here I am. So the the biggest influence I don't know. You know, that's a great question. I just, I pick up the good from everybody that I like. I leave the bad and it is created, um, you know, who I am and uh, all, all blessings go to the creator uh, themselves. That certainly is a good point as well. What's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? 
the best advice is not to trust what other people tell you. Trust your God-given common sense. Take mm-hmm. the time and effort, right? Flat Earth will lift you up out of depression. Flat Earth will free you from the heliocentric matrix. The 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 matrix, the 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 um the 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 globe is a matrix for your mind, right? Because it puts you in a prison, right? Mm-hmm. It puts you in a prison. Think of, think about this, right? So what if you had a, a map of the world, right? And so, okay, here's a map of the world. And we drew a circle on it. We said, all right, just got North America, a little bit of South, uh, South America. And then we wiped out the rest of the map. And then we wrapped that around a sphere. And then we told kids, this is all there is. It's just North America and part of South America. That's the whole world. And there's a little ice cap at the bottom, right? That's what they did. So now think about this. What if we lived in that giant pond, a multi-ponded world? And they just took the center of one of those ponds where we happen to live, right? The center. We live right here. So they cut it out. They made the rest of the world disappear. They wrapped it around a sphere. And they said, this is all that there is. And you're not allowed to explore South. Hmm. You're not allowed to explore South. Okay. And this is all that there is. Well, that is called a prison for your mind. That is a prison for your mind. That is the matrix. The matrix is the prison for your mind. It's the heliocentric matrix, the helio sinister trick. It's satanic. Okay. And once you start understanding that, how they're controlling us, how they've got us believing in lack and in fear and, you know, nuclear bombs, guess what? Mike, whole nother show. Nuclear bombs don't exist. They're made up. They're made up. Hiroshima, Nagasaki. What about that? I encourage people on the app, go to the homeschooling button, hit the crow triple seven button and watch episode 053 and episode 400. If you listen to those two podcasts, it's a little homework. You got to do the effort. Then you will know for a fact that nuclear bombs don't exist. That's certainly a good point as well. We'll get to that uh, next time as well. We're here with um, David Weiss of flatearthdave.com uh, here on the Mike Widener show. Dave, a very big thank you for your time. Learned a lot from you. Absolutely fantastic. Of course, uh, I'm not convinced. I'll tell you right now, and I'll let you Shouldn't know be. if I am or not. So, yeah. So, I want to say you I'm not convinced for right now. Well, so, we'll do, we'll do here's that. The thing. Here's the thing. Get the app, right? Go to the flatearthdave.com. Get the app. The app is $3. One-time charge, $3. It's less than a freaking coffee, and you have it for the rest of your life. Okay? Watch the daily video each day. Do that for two weeks. That's all you need to do. Okay, play with the app, learn, you know, go to quick, wait a minute, let me, he he mentioned seasons, go to the seasons button, that one will, that one will convince you right there, go to the 24 hour sun button in Antarctica, go, you know, and you'll start going and then you realize that you, you haven't watched Netflix in two weeks, you haven't, uh, (laughs) and then you're like, why do I need to these days, Netflix, why do I need to? No, right, Netflix is literally mind control, and then you're gonna, you're gonna really start to wake up, Mike, I don't expect you to, be converted in this conversation. I expect you to be curious and I expect anybody, you know, it's easy to go, you know what? That's a lot. I, I just got my life. I, I gotta, you know, I gotta go to work in the morning. I gotta get ready. I got a sports game this weekend. You know, they it's bread and circuses. That's what they got. It, it nothing's different than, you know, the stories of the Romans with the, you know, the, the gladiators and the arenas. Oh, and we the all lions have, and all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We all go, we root for our teams. We win our team one. Yay. Unless you're a jets fan, of course. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then you have that sense of victory. Your team won. Your team is nothing. You paid to watch a bunch of guys that get overpaid. And then that's your victory. And now, you know, you go to, you, you work your whole life away and then you get sick and die. Forget it. 
You need to wake up. When you wake up, here's the thing. All those blue dots I showed you, there's almost, we're almost, we're going to hit 99,000 this weekend. Okay. Every single one of them is the most awesome, amazing person ever. I never met a blue dot. I don't like. Okay. Mm-hmm. So check that, check them out. Um, you know, people are already, you know, finding significant others. People, babies have been born because of this app. Why am I pushing this app? I'll tell you why. Cause there's no better tool out there to wake people up. It gives you, uh, all the updates, everything you need, the daily video, the frequently asked questions, the images, uh, all sorts of stuff. It's worth it just for the, the image section on it, right? And there, there's, all, there's all sorts of stuff. I didn't even touch on what this app can do. Um, but I highly recommend you get that. One, one, one point of disclosure, if you want to message people on the app to keep the trolls away and to keep it pure and also to pay for the cost, you have to subscribe. The subscription, ready for this, is $11 a year. Eleven dollars okay. a year. That's a good price. A year. As and and, and it, there's also if you go into if you go into the friend finder and you click this button right here, it'll bring you to the referral section. Create your referral ID, give it to other people. You get eleven people that sign up for the app. Not even subscribe. Just eleven people that download the app, you get a free subscription. That okay. is a so, really good one as well, too. That's really yep. good. So once again, Dave, a very big thank you for your time as well. And you're absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live after back. Wish you all the best. And once again, what's the website? How do people contact you? FlatEarthDave.com. It's all you have to know. FlatEarthDave.com. We certainly will do so. Once again, Dave, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live after back. Wish you all the best. And Dave. You definitely have a great future, Hacker. All right, man. Thanks.